it, like if I'm in a haunted house, like the actor cannot touch me. The video game zombie doesn't have those rules. He doesn't rules. have that rule. No, he doesn't have those rules. He didn't sign anything. Holy shit. I would love to see actually pirates v zombies. It could be that zombies are the one thing that makes pirates and ninjas fight on the same side. Oh, Holy shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> on the Venn diagram of things that both pirates and zombies do. Yeah, bad teeth go and- <laughs> Um Not enough limbs as they should probably have. Not enough limbs. Yeah. No. Um, Missing eyeballs yeah. too. Yeah. The only difference is one wants brains and the other wants booty. Booty. <laughs> 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 I want both. That's what I'm looking That's for. <laughs> Sec, should we start the show? The show? Yeah, let's start the show. Okay. Hey guys. Hi. I'm Haley. And I'm Zach. And we're, we're not, not together. together. Welcome. Welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Having a little busy day at work. Nice. But, uh, you know, other than that, pretty chill. Busy's great. Yeah, busy's good. Busy little bee. Um, have some cool, have some fun things coming up this weekend. Uh-huh. So, one thing, I'm keeping it under wraps for now. Oh. But I'm also going to be working very hard on the Halloween house. Right. This weekend. Yeah, so, yeah. hopefully, we Can't can wait. make some dents in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was how How's... Oh. How are things going over there? <laughs> things are great. Um, man, uh, my, you know how um, Mark Zuckerberg like knows you're gay because of weird analytics and stuff, right? Uh-huh, because yeah. I get Facebook ads that say lesbian therapy all the time, and I'm like- Lesbian therapy? Yes. What does that mean? Specifically. Yeah, I don't <laughs> <laughs> to, to like, like, man, you're a lesbian. That sounds hard. Let's talk about it. Or, They're like, we know you need therapy, We know bitch. you need this girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. Don't get a U-Haul just yet. Um, no, uh, yeah. So I actually, yeah, Facebook ads. I was talking right. about that. So I, I've, um, you know, I, I will get a couple for like cute underwear places or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I clicked on one and it's my work computer as well. And now all my ads are for underwear. <laughs> um, every single one. And like on other sites and stuff too, like it harnesses and stuff and like jocks and like, I don't know how to fix that, and I think that's just Man, my life now. You outed yourself to the Zuck. Yeah, to and the Zuck. He knows. You, he knows. Well, I just don't need the whole office to be thinking that I'm looking at like <laughs> underwear and harnesses all day. Right, right. That's it's like just. I mean, sometimes, but sure, like yeah, just not obviously, all day. no, like sixty. 60 percent yeah six seven hours a day of of the day but yeah yeah who's counting who's counting not me me you yes (laughs) (laughs) uh are you my fbi agent that's watching all my activity (laughs) yeah um but speaking of uh kinky uh gear and such uh we seem to be doing a kink episode like every 10 episodes so it's, it's about time just thinking that for another one right yeah we need i think our kink is doing kink episodes of we're not together hold on break that down for me or what what i think our kink, our kink, kink is doing, kink, doing episodes. kink episodes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah that i could yeah i get off doing these <laughs> for sure um i'm lubed up and ready to go yeah um speaking of um kinky kinksters our guest today is charis fair she is a video game programmer at white moon dreams did i get all that right nailed it. it um hello charis hi zach hi hi Haley. hi so you guys have known each other for a little how did you guys meet oh well no i mean you're you're friends with my roommate dylan mm-hmm. and you met dylan Playing Quidditch. Playing, right, of course. This, time, <laughs> yep, this is all tracking. Yep. Where at? Uh, at USC. Okay, yeah, of course, yeah. Where we went to college together. Nice. Uh, what was your position? Uh, sorry, I... not, we haven't got just kink stuff yet. I, just, I mean, um, that, I mean, for, I mean, no, I mean in Quidditch. It's going to get a lot more personal, but in Quidditch. The bleachers, mostly. <laughs> the bleachers are a very important part. I, I, yeah. I went to the Quidditch World Cup for support. I wasn't on the team. Oh, okay, I got you. I, I liked to play. I was just bad at it. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> it's hard to run with a broom in your legs. 
I'm yeah. not that athletic. Yeah. It's a surprisingly real sport. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's well, you're running around and trying to throw and catch things, and also you have a broom between your legs, which right. is, <laughs> it doesn't make it easier. It's probably why in the real game they make their bloop brooms fly, which is much smarter. It's weird we that we don't we do that. We should be doing that. <laughs> yeah. It's way easier, I imagine, on a we flying We should put broom. someone on that. Yeah, we should really work on that. Um, Having that, a big, that sounds great. What? Having a big pole in between your legs is really a hindrance to running. It is, um, yeah. Is that true, Zach? Absolutely. As somebody who, <laughs> who has been in having a huge pole between your legs, as somebody who's done cross country and, and didn't like it for pretty much all the time they were doing it, that is absolutely a hindrance. <laughs> but so are having big bouncy balloons, I guess. <laughs> that's, hey, that's true. I Running's don't have them hard, very big. is what we're trying to say. I think, what, I think we can all agree yeah, on I that. I think what we can agree is that it running's bad and you should never do it unless you're being chased by something. <laughs> it wouldn't be if, if none of us had any of all this extra stuff. Oh, so much stuff. We've got too much stuff. Yeah. We should all just be ghosts. Just be ghosts. Oh, yeah, yeah, That yeah. would simplify a lot of that things. That would simplify a lot of things. That's why ghosts in horror movies, that that's what ghosts in horror movies are actually doing. They're not trying to like, I mean, they are trying to murder you, but they're more in a way like, hey, get rid of the whole body thing. Like, let's get take this off. Get comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Slip into something Slip. a little more comfortable. Yeah. yeah. We got these great, like, comfy, like, sheets. <laughs> They're great. Hey, take and your skin off. Stay a while. Yeah. <laughs> Stay uh, forever. Um, <laughs> or forever. So, uh, Cheris, at uh, USC, you created a, um, a kink group, right? A kink club? I did, yeah. Um, so, I was part of the Queer and Ally Student Assembly, mm-hmm. and they had an opportunity for throwing some random events that they would host and fund and yeah pick a topic do something that interests you and me and my gay best friend Mm -hmm. cooper uh decided you know what would be great we should have some episodes on kink nice and we did and they were hugely popular and so we did more of them cool and then it slowly became more of a, a group yeah after the the first semester when we were just doing standalone episodes we made it its own club that's great um can you talk a little more about the the Queer and Ally group? Like, how big is that? Um, what sort of things did you guys do there? Well, the Queer and Ally Student Assembly is a pretty large community on USC campus. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well established. I made lots of friends there. Um, they have a lot of different subsidiary groups. They have, like, a, a trans group, and they've got a whole bunch of things that were a number of years ago, but they used to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Probably still are. Probably still are. Um, but they had no kink activities, so mm-hmm. Cooper and I decided that that was something that needed fixing. Cool. That's very cool. I don't think we had anything like that. We had a pride group, but I don't know mm-hmm. how big it was. You know, it's interesting because if we did have, it, it could just be something I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not sure if there, because it's- I, We're very sequestered in the film school. That's true. Yeah. yeah. We were basically like in our own 30 person world. Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, I like yeah, because I was talking to Zach earlier, how and he, we were just talking about how you, this group started while you were in college, and in previous episodes, I've talked, I've said something along the lines of like, you know, when you're in your twenties, for the most part, I feel like you're a little, you tend to be more vanilla, and you mm-hmm. don't establish kinks until you're a little older. But clearly, that's wrong. <laughs> well, actually, that was that held out pretty well in the larger Los Angeles and most other kink communities i imagine uh so trying to get acquainted with the kink community and everyone is 10 20 30 years older than i am (laughs) uh so i felt like maybe starting with a more localized group of people my age would be better yeah doing it your own way it's a lot less daunting yeah i imagine and the really interesting thing is when i started this club it wasn't really a thing um and then I checked back into the kink community like last year and the average age of the event that I went to had dropped by like seven years. Oh, wow. And oh, cool. I, I had some people tell me that having started a college group, other colleges then went on to start groups no and it way. kind of snowballed and it really brought a lot of younger people into the scene, at least around here. That's so cool. It was it was very cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's great. Wow. Also a little bit like, why wasn't this happening when I needed it? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, that's why you have to make that change that you want to see and all that. Right. If you, if you don't find... <laughs> Be the kinkster you want to see Be in the, the world. Be the you want to see in the world. Be that sub you want to see. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you can't uh, find a space for yourself, you, you carve it out. 
Yeah. And then you, yeah, I guess you're, you're surprised how many people are also looking for that space and mm. then they find it. Well, yeah, it's like when, you know, when your teacher asks, like, does anybody have any questions? And you're like, I don't know if I should ask this question because it's like, it's going to be stupid. But like when one person asks that, you're like, yeah, wait, I had that same question. Like, I'm not, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one. I don't feel so stupid now. Right, right. You know? Um, so it's, yeah, it's the same when you realize like, oh, oh, other people have these interests. I think it's easy to think like, oh, I can't talk about kinks or like sex at all. Um, right. Especially that age. Right. Honestly, it was, it was very useful for my own ability to explore that side of myself. Um, having my friend Cooper who was into it with me Mm -hmm. really just allowed me to shed a lot of what could have held me back. A lot of like, oh, this is for weird people because Cooper was, was not weird. He was a attractive young man who had oh good grades and all american sort of gay boy (laughs) (laughs) um and it just it made me feel like yeah this is a thing that i'm allowed to be into i'm allowed to explore yeah and i felt like it was important that i bring that to other people too so before even starting it it's like starting the group or thinking like oh what if we did this what do you remember if there was a time where you thought like ooh? Oh, am I into this? Like, where, where, where was the spark? Do you know? Yeah. Um, I actually had to kind of go back a little bit um, for that because I the first like sex partner I had mm-hmm. just was he was a switch. And he, he told me that and he's like, let me show you some things. Sure. And it was really fun and interesting. And I it took me a little while to realize that all sex was not fun sex. Oh, sure. And, and mm-hmm. that fun sex actually had a different name and that not only... Was it a different thing, but it had a community that was attached Fun to it? Fun sex meaning like BDSM. kind of BDSM. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> like normal sex, missionary position. Sure. But there's just so much more than yeah. that. Right. It is weird when you like your first time having sex or first like or maybe an early time having sex is like somebody who's super compatible. And then later you realize, oh, <laughs> oh, some people I'm not going to be able to really work this out with like why is this yeah. not working it works so well with these other people right yeah. right if your first partner was switch did you ever experience like pretty like normal i guess baseline missionary style or were you just like oh, jumped in immediately just ham right away <laughs> actually interestingly enough the guy that i was with when i started this club was totally vanilla okay oh and since I was doing all of this exploring and figuring this out and like really opening up my horizons on this front, it it became pretty obvious that, you know, I I need him to appreciate this side of me a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 You're you're a peacock. Let me like. Let <laughs> yeah. Me go. Well, I mean, that's the male peacocks, to be fair. But still. <laughs> right. 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 Um, but yeah, you want to flaunt like what you got. You know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel good when I'm doing this. I want you to appreciate that. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What did some of the um, like when you're first starting out, what what were those like those classes? What are those sessions looking like? Um, So this was a school. Mm -hmm, So we weren't it wasn't a play party, which is where you like you can go to do all of this kinky shit. Um, uh, Our first um, event was a 101 panel. And we had some really great speakers from the Center of Positive Sexuality come down and they had a big PowerPoint and they had a variety of people. We had a, a woman dominatrix and a male porn star. Oh, cool. Wow. And uh, some other people. But those were the two heavy hitters. Uh, and, they and they brought toys. <laughs> uh, the 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 lady dominatrix had just this array of toys wow. that she let us come over and look at and touch. Um, and. We we got eighty people to that event. Really, wow! And the just first one. a really surprisingly great turnout. We we put posters all over the school, and yeah. I'm sure people were like, "What is this? Yeah, right. I have to find out what this is." And it was like kind of in conjunction with the 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 queer and ally group. Yeah, mm-hmm. the queer and ally student assembly was yeah. um, at the beginning was yeah. They gave us a really great uh, graphic designer for our posters. Oh, our, our first couple of posters were amazing. <laughs> I mean, gay people make great graphic designers. So. <laughs> um, w- so when the classes started going, what was the ratio of like queer to straight people, if you had to guess? That's really hard to say. Mm. Um, probably mostly straight people, mm-hmm. particularly after we became our own thing that was no longer a subsidiary of the Queer and Ally sure, Student Assembly. Sure. Most people, um, particularly when we had a really interesting 
uh, class happening. Like we had some rope tying classes that were wow. really well attended. Um, but yeah, we put up posters all over the school and we'd get a bunch of random people showing up saying, mm-hmm. hey, I saw this really interesting poster. Yeah. What's going on? It was hilarious, though. At one point, someone came into the wrong room and we were we were doing introductions and we were all going around saying why we were there. And when we got to this guy, he's like, is this the honor club? <laughs> oh, that's incredible. I didn't think it was the honor club, but you had really good snacks. And I was, so I, so I'm just going to take a couple. Uh, I'm just going to take a couple little sandwiches. And, go, <laughs> and then I'm going to go. I'm going to get right out of here. <laughs> Um, so when you say like a rope demonstration, were students tying other students up or somebody was uh, Mm -hmm. up there showing like how to do it on somebody else? Both. uh, Rope is a really easy one to do without taking any clothes off or anything. Uh, So we we had at least two different rope classes. Um, So the first one was mostly hands and arms. Mm -hmm. So he would show us to do a couple of like handcuff ties and then students would do them on each other. Um, and then there was another one which was way more in depth and we got some like body harnesses going and there was like a go to this room if you feel like you're a more advanced sort of student want to get into the really complicated stuff stay in this room if you just want little little handcuff ties that's great go at your Mm. own pace I love that yeah it's cool that's very cool Um, so now that you are that you've uh, are not at uh, USC was it USC USC yeah now that you're not at USC are you a part of any other uh, communities out here like outside of that um, no, not really. I I did try to start a club um, once I graduated just in the general area. And surprisingly, it's a lot harder to do without a captive audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but really, when I don't have when I don't have my educator hat on and I'm not like uh, networking and I'm just like there as a young woman, um, if I'm not actually there with a partner, it becomes a less comfortable space mm-hmm. right right because it's that. a little i mean you don't i guess you don't know what you're walking into or don't know the people there when you first well, walk a, in right it's a very forward space and most people who see me who are attracted to women mm-hmm. will probably come up and would like to engage with me and um unfortunately i'm not a masochist because that's really easy it's mm. a really easy way to get to know someone you don't have to like do anything sexual with them you can just get hit and a lot of people find that really fun and i do not right um so it's it's a lot harder to have low stakes introductory kink with i see what you're saying because your 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 kink involves uh being much more sexual is that what you mean um i'm a sub i'm a submissive Mm -hmm. so the the actual activity of it I'm pretty flexible about whatever it is my partner wants, um, but I have to care. Gotcha. Yeah, there's so much trust going <laughs> right, into it. Right, right. I have scene. to really yeah. want to please this person, mm-hmm. and Joe Random, who's walking up to me at the dungeon, <laughs> right. not so much. Well, I think a lot of like doms, especially like some bad doms, think they can just like snap their fingers and whoever they want will come to. Like, but you kind of have to. You have to really earn that. Mm-hmm. that dominance I think like you you can't just say oh I'm dominant and because I say I am like no that the I other mean, person you can has, be dominant I, I just don't can. care right exactly I don't care and I don't, <laughs> I don't not over me like you know yeah you, yeah exactly and yeah I, that makes I, a lot of I sense. totally get that I right totally get that um how did you just kind of circling back a bit but how did you get all of these people to come speak and and do demonstrations who reached out was it you um I, I did and Cooper did and then later on we had someone who was much better at doing that sort of <laughs> stuff who did it for us. But honestly, uh, the kink community is very much about skill. Yeah, e- Everything that people want to do or have done to them are skills that people put a lot of time and effort into developing and because they want this skill to spread and they want this community to grow, they want to make sure that people are doing it safely, that yeah. people have positive introductory experiences. And so basically anyone who's got a skill and is invested in that community will jump at the chance to positively introduce new people to it. It's a very positive space, I honestly. That really makes that. a lot of sense. Yeah, because you don't want people just coming into that community without 
any kind of education or practice. And then, you know, because, yeah, in some cases you could hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of the main goals of our club, honestly, Al- allowing people to explore this side of themselves while still having like the safety guards on, making sure that everyone knew the basic foundations of not hurting yourself, not making bad decisions, um, knowing that like touch your fingers when you're tied up so that you know you've still got blood circulation. Ooh, that's mm. that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. important. <laughs> that is important. <laughs> yeah. Blood circulation is key. <laughs> yeah. So you're bowling, but you got the bumpers up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is nice. Right. Yeah. Right. Love that. That's great. That's cool. What were some of your favorite guests? Hmm. If you had to pick one. I... I mean, the the very first one with the, the panels was yeah. really great. And then having the different people who came. Uh, we we had a sex toy company who actually came and did a big giveaway. No actually. way. Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. Um, called, they were called Sports Sheets. Mm-hmm. And we, I don't remember if they found us or if we found them, but they're like, yeah, we would totally be willing to come and like have a. To bu- make you come. <laughs> they they just did this big demonstration and they would pick volunteers from the audience and the volunteer would come and like have the harness put on or like cool. sit in the sex swing and then they'd get to take it home Ugh. oh that's so cool it was great that's great I would love a sex swing I would yeah love to, I'd love to try that out huh what a oh if I could get anything they they really specialized in um toy Toys that could be put into a normal person's house yeah. rather than having to have like your own you have dungeon. To really drill it. So in the, the sex toy was something that you could hook over a door and close the door I've and seen it would those. hold itself yeah. up. Like the way like um oh, cool. there's like those door pull up things, but this yeah. is yeah, but this is for but a sex toy. Sex toy. That's yeah. great. Yeah, that's so cool. I've actually seen swings that go in doorways yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying, Zach. Great. Yeah. Why don't you get one of those? I'll have to admit, my birthday's coming up. So all right, I, now I know what to get Zach. <laughs> all right, I can't wait to. My mom might be uh, coming out for um, around the same time as my like birthday uh, day, so that would be a great present Perfect. in front of her. Um, I doubt she know what it is. A great way to Zach, meet your mom. Are you getting a dog? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've actually realized, uh, all, like, almost none of my toys I've gotten, or at least I haven't bought. Most of them are gifts, and if I bought them, that was like. A raffle or like uh. I I had a friend who worked at like a sex toy shop and I definitely didn't buy at anywhere near full price. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, I've been pretty Very lucky. Convenient. That's Very a good convenient. hookup. Yeah. I need to get that they kind no of hookup. They no longer work there. I'm sorry. <sighs> but I'm sure I can make other sex toy friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you get to take anything home from that? Uh, I did that actually. Yeah. I, I kind of pulled rank. Nice. Um, of course. Because I, I would. I would. I, I was called to um, demo a very boring toy. Mm. And so they're like, here you go. Here's your toy. And I'm like, actually, I'm the person who brought you guys here. And I was really hoping to get a spreader bar. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. So I got a spreader bar. To nice. explain for anybody who might not know what a spreader bar is. Uh, so a spreader bar is a bar, a long length of metal that you has has like two handcuffs on the ends of the bar. And you can put it, uh, normally I think it's for your legs, but mm-hmm. you can do it for your arms too. Uh, and yeah, it, it keeps it keeps the appendages far apart from each other so that your partner can do whatever. I went to a, uh, I was tricked into going into a um, an early screening of one of the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Um, How? <laughs> one of my friends was <laughs> How just. How did you get tricked? Well, one of my friends was just like, I've got tickets for like an early screening for this like romantic oh, gotcha. like, movie. I was like, okay, sure, whatever. I'm not <laughs> doing anything. Today. I thought they yeah. had like a trail of candy and right. you were like, How did <laughs> and then a box goes down. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, no, but then I got there and she's like, by the way, I'm not sure, but I think it might be Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> all right, sure. It was like a, a sequel. So I had not, whatever. Anyway, I, I've never taken partaken in any Fifty Shades of anything. Um, uh, but yeah, I sit down. It's me and like everybody else is like a middle-aged housewife. Mm. And... Um, there's a scene where it's like there's barely any actual kink happening. I was so disappointed. Yeah, and then one scene though, he uses a spreader and spreads her leg for a second, and the whole crowd gasps, <laughs> like in this very like oh my sexual thing. <laughs> this woman next to me was eating a chipotle burrito, and she had to pause for a second. <laughs> it was. <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible. 
It was great. That is a certain level of arousal. Where it was, you have to pause but, your burrito. <laughs> pause <exactly>. your burrito. <laughs> if you're too horny to eat a burrito, you are horny. You're horny, girl. <laughs> Stop stuffing that hole and stuff a different hole. Did you read the, any of those books? I did not read it, no. Uh, my mom tried, and she told me that it had just the most atrocious grammar, and she couldn't do it. Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> I really appreciate that she complained about the grammar and not like... Oh, no, she is into her literature. That's and great. she just had so many people telling her it was such a great book, and she tried, and she's like, the grammar was terrible. There were spelling mistakes everywhere. It's so poorly written. <laughs> that's I mean, what I've heard, It's yeah. literally Twilight fan fiction. Right, that right. That has been published. Like, you know, it's, it's the same level of grammar that's just on... Like Watt blogs, pattern, yeah, yeah, exactly, and it's uh, and it's like really, it's not great kink either. Like, it's not. No, I I watched the first movie because I really felt like I had a duty to. It's part like of the I, zeitgeist I, now. Yeah, I I was a I was an educator, sure. and it was a big thing. So I felt like I really needed to know what I was talking about because yeah. there was actually a very large influx in the kink community. Sure, when that became really big, and mm. a, there was a really big gear shift in the kink community. That's like. All right, we all know that this is abusive garbage, right. but we have to anticipate these people coming in and like be ready to educate them and steer them down the right path. Yeah, because right. that's the thing is it is it is like emotional abuse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, but like I feel like so why is it that people think that that is that is sexy that it is BDSM to act like that? From from outside of just being fully in the kink community it's hard to tell the difference between like what a power exchange should look like mm-hmm. and what 50 shades of gray exemplified because from the outside they both look very similar uh, a powerful man making the decisions for a woman who adores him and like is there to please him right but that that's how the actions happen but what you're missing is the negotiation and the part where trust is established and they really talk about what's okay and Mm -hmm. like what sort of relationship they're looking for and once they've agreed that they're both mutually into this particular dynamic and that they've laid out all the groundwork and they know what things are off limits Mm -hmm. then they can start to do this power exchange whereas that is not how it happened in 50 shades of gray right it was very coercive, and he's like, I'm just going to tell you how to be, and you're going to do it because you are a woman. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Ugh. Yuck. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't see it, but... And it, and is there some kind of also, like, weird finance... I haven't seen it, but isn't there, like, a weird financial power aspect well, of it? I mean, it? he's... He's super rich. Bo- her, he's her boss as well. Oh, okay. Which is a whole other Oh, thing. that's yeah. a whole nother bad, yeah. pa- weird power dynamic yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, have you guys seen The Secretary? No. Oh, you should see The Secretary. Uh-uh. Secretary. The Secretary ha- also has a power exchange dynamic with a boss named Gray. <laughs> okay. Interesting. And, and that's the, it, that is the sexy boss first. name. <laughs> that is the sexy boss name, and you, there's no other one. I'm sorry. <laughs> the funny thing is, we did a screening of The Secretary as our yeah. second event, uh-huh. and then a while later, Fifty Shades of Grey came out, and I'm like... How dare you? (laughs) Because that one was a really well done example of, although there was the employer relationship Mm -hmm. there, the the woman was very proactive about trying to make this happen. Whereas in Fifty Shades of Grey, she was into him, but not into any of the other stuff. Right. And that's what made it a very big problem when he said, you have to do these things that you've expressed you don't want to do. Whereas in... Uh, the secretary, she very much comes to the kink willingly, and mm. it becomes a very strong relationship. That's great, right? Love that. Well, that sounds good. That sounds like a great alternative to watch instead of Fifty Shades. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other like kinky movies, or can you think of any that are good examples? Either of you, off the top of your head? No, I don't. I don't know. I can't think of any like mainstream. You know, uh, like kink movies, other than other than Fifty Shades. I mean, I think one thing about Fifty Shades, like you were saying, I think it did bring a lot of like mainstream attention to kink. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I don't know if you if you do you think that something like Fifty Shades has had like a net positive on the 
you know, on the kink scene, like in, in terms of like acceptance. Yeah. Acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to say mm-hmm. it. I'm not as much tapped into that community anymore, so I haven't really seen the long-term effects. I just saw the initial influx when everyone just suddenly came out right. to this experience. So hopefully for the people who really needed to find kink, that that led them into a place where they could be educated in how to do things safely and they right. were expect, accepted by a welcoming community. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it would be very different in different places because Los Angeles has a very active and healthy kink scene and a lot of smaller places have much much higher odds that a one bad actor in a kink scene in a smaller area can cause a lot of damage. I get that. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah, It's easier to find almost anything when you're in a city. Yeah. Yeah. Los Angeles has three major dungeons. It's very nice. Oh really? Now that's great. Wow. I wonder which Well we went and visit one. We did see one. Yeah, that was pretty neat. It was very cool. Um, also, the I'm not sure if you saw it, but um, the uh, Pony Club invited us back to, and it sounds like they're going to be even bigger next year. Sweet, yeah. we'll be there. So we're going to be there. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm very. And then like people were like saying like, oh, I want I want to be interviewed this time, and like people are excited, so I'm excited. Yeah, that'd be great. Be great. We'll see you guys yeah, some, next year. Yeah, something to look forward to. Yeah. Um, so if somebody is like a newcomer or somebody younger um, mm. and maybe if they don't have the um, like, you know, that sort of, that sort of group that you created, how can they, uh, you know, where, where can they find these resources or how could they even go about making their own? Um, so it's come up on your podcast before, but mm-hmm. there's a website called FetLife. Mm-hmm. Uh, FetLife is commonly described as Facebook for kinky people. And it's a very active community. Um, it's got a, front page of all the most interesting posts that people have made which include like sexy pictures but also like big thought pieces and journal entries mm-hmm. that really give you a sense of the community and what's going on at any given For big time thoughts. Mm-hmm. yeah t-h-o-t <laughs> <laughs> those two yeah um but what i think is really useful about fetlife is the events section so the events section will show you all of the upcoming events in your area and you can find something to go to and you can go out to your community um the first thing that people really should go to are munches 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 uh munches are munches 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 are uh vanilla meeting spaces so like you go to a restaurant you get food you talk to kinky people in a normal world sort of space so everyone's got their clothes on yeah nobody's expecting you to like Go off and play with them. Right. It's you're not a just dungeon. It's not a house. People. It's a very like, neutral space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're you're having dinner and you're talking about things that interest you in a social low in, low investment sort of situation. And you can start to meet people and people will tell you where the good spots around town are, what upcoming events people are looking forward to. And you can go to a couple of munches because they tend to happen regularly and start to get to know people before you like really jump into the deep end. That's so nice. Yeah, that's people great. Have, I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, people talked about FetLife, but I not. I don't think in that much detail, and I definitely didn't hear about the munches. Right, because I was wondering that too. Like, you know, uh, just going right into a party, especially. I mean, even with if you were bringing a partner, it would still be kind of intimidating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially because, you know, I'm sure a lot of those people know each other, and I know it's like a very welcoming community, but it would still be. You know, it's a little mm-hmm. awkward when you go to any party that you don't really know anyone. Mm-hmm. But like the low stakes of it going just to a dinner to maybe a restaurant you even know or something like that sounds mm-hmm. sounds like a great intro. Yeah, I think it's f- hard for anybody to find that group. But I think it's also probably especially hard to find the like the queer section of that sometimes. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of like even play parties are sometimes still a little geared more towards straight guests probably. And, you know. Well, the nice thing about joining the the website um there are groups for everything everything so obviously there are all sorts of gay groups on there and they host their own events sometimes Um, but if you find a dungeon um the dungeon will have a calendar of events and you can look through the events and see if one of them is like a queer night or they have ladies nights or just different events and different days will have activities geared for different interests and different groups of people 
the kink community is so organized. <laughs> like there are a lot of planners in the kink community. Yeah, I don't know it's what great. That, why that is? Do you think there's there's a like, and you were also you know making that group. There was a certain like drive. Like I don't know what is there a certain like type of person that like is a planner. It like <laughs> loves keeping a like a a journal and a docket and a calendar, but also will you know let their hair down and just. Yeah, go crazy. Of, right. Well, it will dramatically increase your success rate mm-hmm. if you make a space where everyone going is kinky right. and you don't have to just like flip through time or. Right. That's true. That's true. Tinder. So do you think it's an organization out of like just necessity? necessity? Yeah, I think so. I think that. um yeah, if you want to find like minded people for a really niche activity, that's mm. also hard to talk about. In just a casual situation, right. you can't just go to your favorite bar and start asking people. Right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, make those spaces. Yeah, that, ma- that mm-hmm. makes sense. This and is- it's a very straightforward place. Like, one of the things why you would want to go to a munch instead of a play party when you're first starting is because when you go to a play party, people assume you're there to play. Totally. And they'll walk up to you and ask, like, hey, are you into this? Would you like to do it with me right now? Right. And it it is very easy to make an event for that. And it's <laughs> just yeah. much more direct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. And you don't want to go in and be like, oh, it's my first time. Can we like, you know, like, yeah, that. Yeah. I so, mean, you can. You absolutely you can. can. People right. are very respectful if totally. you say no. But, but it's just easier. Everyone that. will ask you. Yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it's just way easier. Yeah. To yeah. Do those munches first. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, well, uh, do you have anything you want to say before we go into like a game? Oh yeah. You brought a little bag. I I brought some relics of the past. (laughs) So I have a whole little tote bag (laughs) and she's pulling things out of it. I have a certificate of excellence for the program BDSM fact and fiction, which aimed to educate the community on the practice of kink and BDSM, uh, Presented to me in 2014 by the Queer and Allies Student Assembly. That's very cool. Look at you. There it is. <laughs> it best, I love it. Best fall cultural event. That's very cool. Yes. One of the only certificates I've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> Tells you about my life. And no, then the other thing is our mascot. I got to keep him. Oh, yeah. Look at that guy. Oh. This is a stuffed plushie of Traveler the Horse. Yeah. Uh, that is, I think, technically USC's mascot. Yeah, he is. Everyone knows <laughs> Tommy Trojan, but I'm pretty sure that the horse is actually the mascot. Uh, and so I've got this plush of this white horse, oh absolutely covered in sex toys. Yes. The pony play people would fucking love this horse. <laughs> right? we got to take a picture of it and put it on. The- we absolutely we do. Is that bondage tape around his hooves? Yeah, he's got bondage <laughs> tape tying his hooves together, and he's got a choke collar uh, as a saddle, and he's got a cock ring on his tail, oh, good. a blindfold around his eyes, and a like feather tickler on his head. It's very cute. Yeah, he looks great. <laughs> he is ready for some action. It is amazing how much like bondage gear looks a lot like just regular riding gear. It, it really, right? I know. Yeah, it just looks like he's got blinders, yeah. kind of, you know? But it's yeah. like a full blindfold. We will That's absolutely so cute. have to show that to our uh, pony friends. Let's take a picture of that right next to the... We'll have to get you with the certificate of excellence and everything <laughs> all just back, 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 back. Maybe Gosh, so Traveler cute. is the excellence here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's funny that you bring up uh, Traveler because I was thinking about, you know, how you made your, you know, your, your group on campus. And I was thinking about, you know, mascots and... Uh, just which of one of them were the kinkiest? So I printed out some pictures uh, uh yes. for you guys. So you guys, because you might not know all of them, but oh. uh, I have a bunch of different <laughs> pictures of the different uh, mascots, and we're just gonna gonna go through. <clears throat> I love this and figure out uh if they're kinky, how kinky they are, and uh wh- who is the kinkiest mascot? I uh, love it. So obviously, we're starting right off with uh, the USC uh, Trojans. Uh, should we talk about? Should it be Traveler? I think we should do the man. Uh, the Trojan man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he, he's a, you know, your classic Trojan man riding a horse. Uh, Trojans mm-hmm. kinky or, or not? Uh, I I think, I think kinky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Trojan horse sounds more like a, a sex 
thing than it does right. what it actually means. I mean, uh, right <laughs> off the bat, yeah, truck, you've got the whole condom brand named after them. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. The, yeah. the funny thing that I've always thought was a little hilarious, uh, University of Southern California's mascot is the Trojan, and University of South Carolina's mascot is the Gamecock. Yes, <laughs> it is, and he might make an appearance on this list. Um, but uh, so we're saying, how kinky? Like pretty kinky on a scale from one to ten. Yeah, I'd say I'd actually wouldn't go too too kinky. Yeah, I'd say right. like middle, middle, like frat boy five. kinky, frat boy kinky, frat boy kinky. Yeah, mm, yeah frat, boy, frat kinky. boy kinky. A lot of these, well, they're all college mascots. <laughs> they might be all frat kinky, but him specifically. Yeah, um, it's a Syracuse orange. We're moving on to Syracuse, who has uh, he? They've got Otto the orange. Uh, <laughs> he is a plushy orange little man with a. He's he's just an orange. He's a happy little orange. He likes to get the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> so he's a mas- masochist. That's, a, that's the thing is I think he's either vanilla or just a total masochist. Like can really take a pulp pulping. Uh, a pulping. He likes to get beaten to a pulp for sure. <laughs> uh, I think he's a masochist. I yeah. agree. He I think um he likes face. to use himself instead of get like you know getting grapefruited. He likes to be oh yeah. Or be, oh, u- be like, used. Wow, wow, that one. Yeah. Also, I mean, there's so many things you can do with an orange. You know, you've got that that um, that uh, that juicer. Oh yeah. Can mm-hmm. Use on him. Yeah, he'd love that. Get all that juice out of him. That's little. <laughs> that, uh, drain my juice. Drain my juice. That yeah. sniveling little sub. Uh, so, <laughs> from one to ten, how kinky is Otto the orange? I'm going nine. Nine. Yeah, if if wow. we're saying not masochist, nine. Strong. Yeah. Strong. Very strong. All right, we got Western Kentucky. Big red. Um, he looks like he's a rejected like McDonald's mascot, <laughs> he does. Um, or yeah. like from HR Puff and stuff. He's just a big red guy with a huge flappy mouth and googly eyes. Yeah, what the hell is he, he supposed he to be? He compensates. He's one of those doms who compensate for oh, being sad. No, oh Ooh. no, he'll take it out on you. Big red. Oh man, he he's also got a huge mouth, and that's making me think he might be in divorce. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, maybe he is just yeah, big big mouth little dick. Big mouth little Ooh, dick. Nice. He definitely has DSLs. <laughs> for sure. He's got an almost no, as far as I can tell no dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go like level 6 kinky on level this guy. Level 6 kinky? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. still not going to be it's going to be hard to be out of the orange. Yeah, he's um, a freak. All right, and speaking of which, uh Southern Carolina, cocky the cock. Uh, he is a rooster. He's exactly he's a big red rooster. Exactly hmm. what we think. What's this guy's deal? Dang. Big mouth, big cock. Big mouth. He's big got mouth, a, big cock. He definitely has big dick energy. He's got. I mean, he's got to yeah. be. He's cocky. Which actually makes me think like he might not be kinky because he's been able to kind of like just use his 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 big dick a lot, and people are just like so into his big dick that he just kind of. Can I pitch something to you? Yes. Okay. So, thank you. Um, <laughs> so maybe he's one of those guys. He's got a huge dick, and he's going to like tie you up, and he's going to like flaunt it around you, and oh. you're going to want it, but he's not going to. He's going to wait and make you wait, and he's just not going to let you have it. Strutting back and strutting forth. back and forth. Oh, strutting! I strutting, like that. Yeah, that kind of like cock of the walk, sort of like move his head around. Yeah, until like you really just can't stand it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I feel like that could be. Oh, he he likes some cock worship. A little cock worship. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Do you think he edges? <sighs> Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I, he, and then when he comes, he obviously... <laughs> <laughs> like those videos of those guys who can come without touching their dick. Oh, yeah, 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 like yeah. Like, I yeah. bet he can do that. Oh, sure. You know. He loves making you watch. <laughs> I think that's it. So, I one, one out of ten. Uh, what would you say? Maybe seven. Seven? Yeah. Not, as, not as kinky as Otto the Orange. Who, no. Wow, it's gonna be uh, so hard to beat. No Otto. One's beat Otto. All right, this one might. The oh Stan- my god! It's the Stanford tree. Oh um, god, he that's upsetting. Is an amalgamation of a bunch of leaves and a big face and hate, I guess. Um, I know those eyes look like yeah, boobs to me. They do. They do. He also looks like he could. He kind of also looks like they, there's a couple different versions of the tree, and they all look like marijuana plants. <laughs> <laughs> it's upsetting because. The person, the mascot's feet are so close to its mouth. To its mouth. It's so weird. Maybe and he's it's got a hat. Maybe We're going to have to post these for sure. Into, this is maybe so he's weird. into feet. He's got a little hat. I think that this thing has never had sex before. Uh, no, one's ever, no one's ever touched it. 
I think it, it it just might not. I just have a feeling this is an asexual being. Maybe. That's possible. It is a tree. <laughs> <laughs> it also looks like, I mean, this this one at least looks like maybe somebody might have fucked it so hard it's all its leaves <laughs> fall off. Um, but I think you may be right. I mean, this it's it's really like a Mr. Potato Head gone it, way wrong. Yes. yes. It looks Mr. like Mr. Potato mm-hmm. Weed. Yeah, Mr. Potato Weed is really what it is. Mr. Tree Head. But again, like. might be totally asexual. Mm. Yeah. That's, you think? Is that I, what, personally, my vote's going to be yeah. zero kinky. Zero kinky. What are you thinking? Yeah. I mean, it's it's just so it's off-putting. <laughs> it's so off-putting. It's All right. so off-putting. And then exuding charisma, yeah. we've got the organ duck. Who's like full on is really just Donald ducking it. He looks like mm-hmm. Donald Duck uh, on shore leave from the Navy. Um, he's got a little like little neckerchief, mm-hmm. maybe a little hanky coat, maybe could be. Oh, yeah. No pants. <laughs> yeah. Do you think the organ duck is is queer? Oh, yeah. No, I think obviously that's. Yeah. That, I think that's. <laughs> I yeah. Think come that's on. Apparent. I think that's a. It's very sure. Yeah. I'd say um, he's a bottom. Bottom. Oh yeah, easy access. With no, no Do you think no he's pants. a duck pup? A duck pup. Ooh, explain further. I, but I, <laughs> I, I know what you mean. But please explain further. I love it. I think he's a duck that's into pup play. Yes. Okay. Personally, maybe. What if he's into person play? Oh, horrible! <laughs> Just Ew. goes around. Can you imagine the tack? <laughs> oh. oh, like weird people people skin over. Yeah. yeah, like oh no, oh gee whiz, I'm late for the meeting. Um, like in order to like he puts a prosthetic human nose on the tip of his bill. On the tip of his uh, bill. So and like weird lips on. Upsetting to think about. Uh, yes, I think that is completely correct, and I think he does that. People. Play. Oh man! So where does that put him on the kinky scale? People play. I, I think I'd say eight. I was eight. just gonna say eight. Wow! Still not <laughs> quite the orange. He's really committed to it. Yeah. All right. So uh, this one, I, the, I was excited about the uh, Notre Dame. They're the leprechauns, and they have their first female leprechaun. All like, right. In like ever. That's great. Yeah. So we've got the Fighting Irish, and she's a uh, she's a lady. And she nice. looks feisty. She's a top. Yeah, she'd She's knock you on your ass. Yeah, she would. Also, again, if I could pitch something. Yes, please. <laughs> the always the the leprechaun, the Fighting Irish. His thing is always putting his fists up. Right. Right. I mean, do I have to paint it? <laughs> threesomes. <laughs> threesomes. Threesomes at well, oh, threesomes, but oh, also fisting. You got, you no, got double, literally double fisting. Just double fisting. <laughs> really into threesomes. I've never seen um, the, the Fighting Irish with their hands not in a fist, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I like... Power top. Power, power top, yeah. like, for sure. Uh, always, yeah, always has someone on the end of their fists. Yeah. Someone's orifice. I love that. On the orifices. <laughs> <laughs> so where does that put the leprechaun? Um, I'd say I don't know if that's super no, kinky. Yeah, like it's very yeah. high libido. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, I think three. I think yeah. I think we can say that she, the leprechaun, has a high libido for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So more than I don't know, more than three. I think I'd say five. Five, five? Like four or five okay. would be great. Yeah, definitely not as kinky as person play, <laughs> person and play. definitely not as much as a masochist as the orange. Uh, all right. West Virginia Mountaineer. This is just, this is a guy. This is just, <laughs> just a, a guy. This is like a, a guy who lives in the middle of the woods. Um, and it, he looks like he, he, like he whittled this stick himself. He's probably he, heard of sex. Yeah, he's definitely heard <laughs> of sex. I think he, I mean, he's got a huge beard and yeah. a lot of fringe. He mm, looks probably like, makes moonshine. Yeah, I think he makes everything that himself. he owns. Yeah. yeah. Like he can definitely slaughter stuff for for you. Like he will, he catches his meal every day, uh, and uses every bit of it. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back on what I said about the tree. Okay, I think the tree is at least a one because I think this guy's a total zero. Th- yeah, all right. As far as kinkiness far as, goes, yeah, he just he's honestly probably a bit of a hermit, right? Yeah. No. Exactly. Although him and the tree, oh, he's fucked the tree oh, for God. sure. Because that's the only thing that's available. <laughs> so he's fucking this tree's limbs out. He did it hard for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think yes, headcanon. Comp- the West Virginia Mountaineer has fucked the Stanford tree, <laughs> and that's why it looks so fucked up. Prove me wrong, because he's also been fu- like you're right. He's like a hermit, so he's been fucking the same tree his like entire life. Oh yeah. So that thing is fucking. I don't know whew. anything about uh, high school football. Uh, no, high- what am I talking about? I don't know anything about college football. Um, are either of those teams good, Haley? Um. West yeah, Virginia. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Has the, I don't know where how they're doing right now. I though. would. I really hope that West Virginia, like, whenever they're playing Stanford, they're like, "Fuck that tree, <laughs> fuck, fuck that, that tree. tree," and then you just see the West Virginia Mountaineer in really? the corner, like, hey. he. Oh, he mounts him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not a he's not a mountaineer. He's a mount like a mounter. Mounting. He just mounts them. <laughs> Mounting near. A mountainer. Mountainer. All right. Uh, and obviously oh. you got to end with FSU. Sure. And I was like, the Seminole's obvious, but I want to talk about Garnet and Gold. Yes. Yes. Uh, Haley, do you want to explain who Garnet and Gold are? So it's, it, I guess it's like a kind of thing that's passed down mm-hmm. from college student generation to yeah. college student generation. It's like an unofficial Florida State mascot. We have a it's, lot of mascots. We do. <laughs> but um, basically they're, they're two dudes i don't i think they've always been dudes yeah um who uh cover themselves in one covers themselves head to toe head to like toe eyelids and everything yeah in garnet glitter like hair every every everything and the other one covers themselves in uh gold glitter yeah which is a fancy way of saying red and yellow <laughs> essentially <laughs> yeah um but yeah and then on top of that we have renegade the horse and then we, we have the the seminal oh see chief Osceola. Mm-hmm. Chief, yes uh um, but yeah specifically garnet and gold I like these okay. rowdy rough boys. Yeah. So they're in it. They, these two are actually in a very, very strong, committed relationship. Really? But they always bring a third. I think they're, yeah, they a, look very, like very swingers. open. They're swingers yeah. for sure. There's definitely a polyamorous vibe going on there. Yeah, they're definitely poly. I imagine sure. they like Eiffel Tower somebody and like are just high five in the very whole fucking about time. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I bet they host the best oh orgies. My oh my god. god! I would love to go to Garnets and Gold's. But place. the only thing, every time you leave, you're just covered in glitter. You, their like, whole oh. house. Can you imagine their whole house is <laughs> got to be just covered head to toe? So you're gonna have a great time, but you're gonna be finding glitter in people, every orifice for the next like know. two weeks. People will people know, know you went. Yeah. People will see you. Badge of honor, sparkling in the it, sun. They're it like, is. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Swingers. Yeah. So, so, who can host? Right. <laughs> love that. So uh, where does that place them? I imagine all these people are, com- yeah, are coming over to Garnet and Gold's house. All these people. Yeah. But we never had a 10. I mean, is is it possible? Can we? I think nine is pretty high. Yeah. 10 kinky yeah. is like, what? How, what is? 10 kinky is is gritty. The the flyers. Gritty. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> the flyers. Yes. Uh... yes. We were talking. I, I 10, 100% agree. Yeah. <laughs> Um, God, that he's a weird, <laughs> weird Muppet man. Uh, but yeah, as far as college, um, it, you know, the things are being kinky at a coll- collegiate level. A collegiate you know? level, yeah. right. You get to the pros, you, you reach exactly. gritty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I mean, the Otto the Orange is on a, a really great path. He'll be first round draft pick. He's going to be pro, pick. absolutely. No first question. round draft pick. No question at all. <laughs> Into the kink community. Um, I hope people who don't know sports enjoyed that yeah i, I think we'll sports. post all these pics yeah totally and people can uh comment on their own or let us know Ooh, who you think who's the, the kinkiest, kinkiest mascot mascot is i would really love to know also the philly fanatic oh my god of course yeah kinkiest fact. but again that's the pros so that he is a blowjob queen philly <laughs> fanatic. um cheris have you had fun today yeah great um i yeah we talked about this for a while because you also are like a big you know big time listener such a big fan yeah Thank you for your support. Cheris texts me every week afterwards and gives me a full list of all her thoughts after each episode. And it's very sweet. Oh, that's love, great. I love talking to her about I it. I went back and I listened to the three kink-related episodes mm-hmm. you guys have previously released in order to prepare for coming oh, over today. That's amazing. <laughs> and it was actually really cute. You guys have developed a lot between those episodes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Thank that's you. That's awesome. That's well, very I have cool. learned so much yeah. through this show. I agree. I really have. Yeah, I hope other people feel the same. Um. So yeah, thank you, Jairus. I appreciate that. That's yeah. Very nice. Thank you um, for your support. Yeah, it was so fun having you on. You're so just like well spoken and and just very knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable, exactly. 
Um, I appreciate it. But now compliments are over. 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 <laughs> now is the time for the Thunderdome. Um, and Do I you, have to fight the mascots? You no. Know, <laughs> yeah. uh, Open the door, Josh. <laughs> the door, they're all, oh, fuck. This is a very small room. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, 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 no. Now is the time where you get to ask, as our straight of the week, one question, and we will answer it to the best of our ability, completely judgment-free. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh-huh. the reason I went through and I listened to all those episodes to was to find out if you guys had actually brought this up before. Ooh. You've asked previous people, but you've never said, what are your kinky origin stories? Oh. oh. What are our kinky origin stories? Okay, interesting. I'm going to think about that. When this. were you introduced to kink? How did you react to it the first oh. time? When did you feel like, oh, oh yeah. this is something I want to explore more? I was... Yeah. Bit by a radioactive <laughs> <Kingster>. <laughs> Kinky boy. Um, that's a very good question. Um, I would play with like um, impromptu sort of bondage stuff, um, like even as early as college. I mean, I was dating somebody for a while, and once I got more comfortable um, with just I, you know, my sexuality and, and stuff, I would like. I, w- I immediately I was like, let's grab a necktie and like tie it around their wrists or, or you know, use it as like a, a leash and just see how that feels. And that was always like very fun. You know, it was just mm-hmm. one uh, more thing to do. One time um, I was dating somebody who was a, had a cold, but we were also like kind of long distance and we still wanted to like, you know, have hanky panky time. Uh, and so we like didn't kiss. And that was like interesting and mm. like like yeah denial. trying to be in, yeah exactly denial was very fun and um and then like moving out here you know dated a couple people who were like you know and i would i would like i don't know do some i don't yeah it would just sort of like grew and you know every time you think like oh i'm like pretty kinky you'll meet somebody who's a little kinkier than you and i was dating somebody uh who i've talked about before who was a pup and um that introduced me to like that whole scene and i realized like that part isn't so much for me, but I appreciate that. And I will, if like I'm at like a party and I see a pup, I will always be like, I will talk to them as a pup and ru- like rub under their chin and like call them a good boy and ask them to do tricks and stuff like that. And they like, it's just fun, like indulging mm-hmm. people in that stuff. And like, you just see, well, not, you don't really see it, but you can get an idea that their face lights up a little bit under the mask. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, just slowly got into more bondage. Uh, somebody I, um, introduced me to bondage tape. I got a role, and that was like such a game changer. Um, uh, started, you know, uh, a while ago had like a friends with benefits thing where uh, he had some rope, and he was like, "I don't really have anyone to use this with," and I was like, "Oh, uh, I'm a person." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah, so it was just yeah, just trial and error, and slowly finding out what you're into. Um, yeah, over time. But yeah, I think the first thing was just like in college, like using what you had, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then slowly getting the actual tools, you know, and now I have like a bedside drawer with stuff that I uh, I keep locked. Right. <laughs> no, it's very easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, just very slowly. I don't know if that's that was if I covered it all, if that was interesting to listen to. But yeah, that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just slowly learned out that I was, I slowly found out that I was into bondage. I was into um, switching, um, just power exchange, uh, mm-hmm. withholding certain denial um, is fun. Um, and yeah, when you are with somebody and they do something to you, you it, it's easy, especially as a switch, you learn like, oh, this is something I can also like take and use with other people. That's what I find is so fun. Like, mm-hmm. you can like, there's a one-upsmanship that I really like. It's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think actually like a lot of mine started out as either initially it was sort of a joke. Oh my God. Totally. <laughs> you yes. know what I mean? Yes. Or like I, like I think my very first, I mean this isn't even considered kinky obviously, but just a gateway drug like, you know, when you when you're only having like pretty standard sex and then like you're a teenager and then you're like, oh, in the movies, people put whipped cream on, you know, oh, like, food play. yeah, I yeah. Love so yeah. I, I think my very first things were food play and mm. like, uh, I think I started with like whipped cream and then again, like kind of as a joke, like, oh, this is so 
this food is so good. I want I want to eat this off your naked body later, you know. Yeah. And then, okay, well, what if we actually did it? Okay, well, we're doing it, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, Joking about a kink is just a gateway drug to having that kink. <laughs> it yeah. totally is. And then, you know, then you have ice and you're like, oh, this, what if I put this on your nipples? Mm-hmm. What if we did that? Oh, okay, we're doing it now, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how a lot of um, them started for me. I totally forgot about doing, like, just, yeah, th- I think that was actually one of the first things of just, there was a can of whipped cream we were naked and like put two and two together. Totally. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is fine. Hijinks ensued. Hijinks ensued. Yeah. Sex is fun. So it's fun to have be silly while you're doing it sometimes. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, and uh, then I think a couple of times, because actually if you would have asked me early on in my sex life, if I was a top or a bottom, I would have said top. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as I started getting older and sleeping with more people and meeting more tops and meeting more dominant people, I think that's when I started to realize, Oh, I really like to bottom. Mm -hmm. Like I really enjoy this and I really like, um, and then a lot of it too would just be like sometimes, uh, in the middle of sex. Like I think the first time I was ever kind of choked during sex was while I was having sex. And then the person kind of like, lightly put their hand on my neck and then, you know, kind of gauged my response. Um, and then I liked it, you know, and then mm-hmm. so got the okay to, to do it more. I think that's probably something we should have had more of a conversation about, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I guess we just looked out that I did like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, though I don't necessarily recommend doing that without talking to someone first. Choking is very fun, but can also be fucked up very badly. Right. Yeah. Right. It can be very dangerous. If somebody gets too intense. Right. And and even if you don't know how to do it, there there's if you like put pressure on the front windpipe, that'll mm-hmm. crush it. Don't right. do that. Yeah. What you're actually looking for is the um the arteries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the side, yeah. A lot of people won't just intuit that having not done any research or learned about it from a professional. Right. It, it's very dangerous. So, yeah, like yeah, definitely look into it, research it. Uh, ask a professional, learn from a professional how to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, yeah, and then I think I just started seeing more dominant people and kind of like letting that happen and and being like, I think I started also having sex with people for longer periods of time. That opens up a lot. Exactly, where I would have sex with someone for like extended period of time and then so we would be like, more willing to try new things because you did it that other way like let's do it this way this time yeah right exactly yeah and there's more more trustable more comfortable exactly so yeah that's how i i mean i bought him for the first time it was like or like really it wasn't until i was dating somebody and somebody who was a bottom who knew how to do it like right you know and it's the same with yeah especially especially with when you're subbing like for me i really need to be I really need to trust them. I, I don't think I've ever subbed for anybody that I didn't know for a, a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. I could just like go on Grinder or something and meet up somebody's house and then just right get all strapped in. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It does require a lot of trust. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did that answer your question? Did that scratch that itch? Oh, it scratched it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The, uh, the yeah this I, I do agree i think our kink might just be having kink episodes <laughs> <laughs> did it yeah uh brant has been i told you about this but brant has been working extremely long hours because they mm-hmm. have some deadlines to meet mm-hmm. so we've either like not see each other at nights because he just gets out of work like at like in the a.m or by the time he gets to my house or i go to his place we're so Passed tired out. that nothing happens so yeah. like it's overdue. <laughs> it's yeah. overdue. But that can be fun too. Oh, it's great. That kind yeah. of, yeah, that like, this has been a long time coming sex is yeah. gr- amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you thank have you, have all Charis. that time to be creative Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to, I got so many ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charis, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, 
this was so great. It was so good to have you. Yeah, I thank loved you hearing. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to promo this to all my friends. Yay. They're going to be like, what? what? <laughs> um, yeah. it, it, was, it was fun when I was actively part of this community. It was all over my Facebook feed. All of my friends knew about it. But sure. I've made a lot of friends since then. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't know nothing. Yeah. yeah. Some people are going to be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> Do you find people are surprised when they find out that you're into kink? Um, yeah, like, well, one of the perks of having been a kink educator, mm-hmm. it was very easy to bring up in conversation. Sure. Like, oh, yeah, I'm running this club where we're getting tied up because I run a kink club. Sure. Right. It was very easy to talk to new partners yeah. to introduce that without having to be like, hey, are you into kink? I'm just like, I'm going to go run my kink club now. Right. See you tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> right. Because it's such a part of your life. Yeah. Because people don't bring up their sex life casually in mm-hmm. conversation, but they bring up like they, we do bring they up. Not? We, <laughs> well, we bring up this podcast in conversation exactly. at work, but we don't say oh, I'm going right. to go do this kinky thing with my girlfriend or boyfriend. This well, week. Yeah. yeah, like if I'm anywhere and people ask like about, you know, if I meet new people, they ask about, I will bring up the podcast and then I will have really interesting sex conversations with total strangers because that just comes up. Because almost right, immediately right. once I once I tell them like, oh, there's a like a, a question element, they're always like, oh, well, I got to tell, I got to think of what my question is. And so like, right. yeah, then I have to give them. Also, you know, an it's great. Yeah. Is in the same vein, it's always difficult to navigate when to casually bring up in a conversation that you're, that you're gay. gay. Yes. And this podcast has been so Oh great. my God, yes. It's such a life hack. You it, don't actually it's have It's a life to, hack. So, just so you know, new person I've just met, I'm gay. <laughs> right, right, exactly. It's a way convenient way to just be like, so then, and then you see them like, uh, do the mental math in their head and then come back. And they're like, okay. <laughs> oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, back, I'm back, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I just had to do, I just had to rethink everything. Um, yeah, I don't have to do like a weird thing where they're like, oh, that girl's hot. And I'm like, yeah, I hope she has a brother. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, it's always awkward and weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, super easy life hack. Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much again, Cheris. Uh, I can't thank you enough for coming on and just talking with us. It's been so delightful. Yeah. Yeah. So where can people find you online if you would like to give that out? Eh, um, I guess I have a Tumblr. Great. Cool. You, you can <laughs> you can say it if you want. You don't have to, but. It, it's songinthesky.tumblr.com. Great. What Great. sort of stuff do you tumble? Whatever the fuck I feel like it. Great. I normally tumble like no one reads it because no one does. Right. So. Well, all the porn's Visit off Tumblr, own, so nobody's there anymore. Risk. Yeah. <laughs> Very disappointing. Yeah, it's disappointing. Yeah. It's all on Twitter now. And so much of my job is on Twitter, so <laughs> things come up. <laughs> um, and we can be found at um, on Instagram at NotTogetherPodcast, on Twitter at NotTogetherCast. Uh, you can email us at NotTogetherPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we do want to hear about uh, your kinky mascots. Please let us know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, if, or if you're terribly offended. Or if you're terribly offended <laughs> by that. Yeah, if you're like a, a, a big Otto the Orange stan <laughs> and you're like, Otto the Orange is a top. He's wholesome. <laughs> he's wholesome. But also, he's not a sub. He's Part a top. Of <laughs> <laughs> Part yeah. of this complete breakfast. Part of this complete breakfast. He's a sub. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let us know. Please uh, email us. Or if you, um, you know, if you're like maybe a youngster and you're like, wait, how can I, you know, go about finding these, these like these places or how do I start one? Like maybe email us. We could maybe get you in touch with the chairs. Maybe would that be? Yeah, sure. Great. Awesome. Um, and then uh, we're also on Facebook, of course. So find us there. Yeah. yeah. Easy peas. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Um, Orangey squeezy. Because he likes it. He loves the squeeze. <laughs> uh, he loves to be choked. <laughs> um, but uh, thanks again to our guest. And thanks, guys, for listening. Yeah. Um, once again, I'm Haley. I'm Zach. And we're, we're not, not together. together. Bye. Bye. We're Not Together is a Reverie original podcast, executive produced by Aaliyah J. Daniels, LaShawn McGee, Chris Rodriguez, and Damian Pellicone. The show is hosted and produced by Zach Ogle and Haley Manrique. show is edited by Josh Perkins, and our theme song was composed by Barry Anderson. Download the Reverie app now and use the code TOGETHER, Together for 25% off your first three months.